Thank you, John. Hello, everyone. I'm Josh in recovery from sexual addiction, video gaming, and anger. Hello, everybody. Great to see you. And uh, we're, we're missing Scott today. Uh, Scott couldn't be here. He was with his boy, and he's coming back from Oklahoma, so we wish him well. He'll be back with us next week. Um, today, we're talking about something, the bright idea of amends and forgiveness. Who thought of that idea, right? Why do we even want to do amends? Why do we want to do forgiveness? Everything inside of us says, don't do that. And yet, this step is asking us to do that. Very, very difficult aspect here, but I like to take us on a journey. I know we just read the 12 steps, but let's kind of take us on a journey a little bit. In step one, it's realizing I'm not God, right? Because we, we ask everyone, so if you're new here, and this is step eight today, if you are new here, we're not asking you to work step eight before, before step one, two, three. Notice the order, okay? We want you to do these steps in order and be patient with yourself as you do it. So in step one, we realize we're not God. We realize that we do have issues, that we have denial, and that we can admit powerlessness in our life, that there's something going on inside of me that I am powerless to control my tendency to do the wrong thing. Step two is the realization that, that, there, that my hope is in Jesus Christ and in Jesus Christ alone, right? I put my faith in him, and he is the one who makes those changes that I desperately seek out, that I get to experience acceptance and healing. Step three is the surrender step, realizing that his ways are better than mine, his thoughts are better than mine, and so I need to start living by those things. Step four and five is this, this moral inventory that we've been asked to do, and this is the very first time in which we're being asked to kind of write something down, right? We're asked to write something down and entry by entry by entry. And for some of us, this is just too much for us. We run away from it, right? But I, I encourage you, push through these, these things, even if it's a baby step at a time, right? That's all we're asking you to do is do one little baby step and maybe we could do another little baby step today. So steps four and five are also about admitting our wrongs, that confession aspect, that healing comes from as we share some of those things. Step six and seven, uh, which we just did the past couple weeks, of admitting shortcomings, that dropping the rock aspect that Scott talked about, that we, that we have a tremendous amount of shortcomings. You guys remember that list that Scott brought up? Did any of you see that list? If you saw it, you're like, oh my God. This is like depressing. Like half of these things are character defect or whatever. You know, it's almost depressing, right? But we, again, we push through it because hopefully it takes us to a humble place of realizing that I need to make some changes, right? Of realizing I'm not God, right? And so I hope that it can bring us to a healthy place. And so one of the other things I... I, I do kind of want to mention here with character defects is for some of us, those were survival traits, right? Anger served me well at one time, didn't it? Isolation served me well at one time, didn't it? Using drugs served me well at one time, didn't it? Drinking alcohol served me well. But I, we've come to realize it no longer does. <laughs> In fact, it promises so much 
And we get the opposite, don't we? We get lives crumbling all around us. We get broken relationships. We get people around us mad at us. And we're left kind of feeling empty, right? And so here, here we are from character defects, survival, survivor traits, and we're asking God to remove these things. Now what? Well, the first seven steps are all about the personal side of that repair work. We're working on ourselves, right? So that repair work internally of what's going on within inside of us. We're transitioning now of repair work on the relational side, how we deal with other people. Does that make sense to everybody, right? So we're, we're transitioning from the personal side of things into the relational side of things because both ways have created dysfunction within us. Right? Whether it's unforgiveness that we've had or uh, the people that we have hurt. And so we have created dysfunctional patterns in our life. And step eight, by the way, before we go to the next one, go back real quick. Um, there's two things asked of you in this step. Right? And I want us, I'm going to, I want to hunker down on, on these two things. And by the way, you have this, I think, on your bulletin as well. Um, there's a two-column deal going on here. And any time, if a name is brought up in your own head, write it down. Whether you make the amends or not, whether you forgive them or not, I'm just asking you to make the list. Does that make sense to everyone? Okay. So whether, whether you're, you know, you're here for the first time or not, uh, by the way, I'm not going to ask, I'm going to share this. Please don't run out of here and start making amends. Okay, today, that is not my overall goal right now. Okay. Our overall goal, goal is to make a list and be a little bit more willing. We might not be fully willing because everything is, Josh, you have no idea that what you're asking of me. I get it. I'm asking a tremendous amount of you, and God has, is asking a tremendous amount of us to do. So, make a list, be a little bit more willing. Here we go, step eight. We made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Notice something here, highlight willing. Okay, this is a matter of the will here, right? This is not something that I feel like doing. It doesn't say we made a list of all persons we had harmed, and when I feel like it, make amends to them all, right? Uh, because that doesn't work. Feeling like it will never get us to that place where we need to be. Because it's in these relationships that we need to mend, in these, in these things, some of these things are keeping us on that using pattern, right? That unforgiveness that we have, it's keeping us going back to those things that we regret or that we don't wanna do. And so we wanna move past those things and be able to hopefully make a list and be a little willing. We're not in step nine yet, so we're not making the amends yet. In fact, I'm gonna give you some advice on what you need to do for that. And so be patient with yourself on this. I, I have been known to rush to amends and, and oftentimes then my wife goes, what did you do? What did you do that for? I was just trying to make it right. Well, you just made it worse. <laughs> right? 
you know? And, and, and so we want to be patient with this process. Uh, I know for me, I don't like being patient. I like to take care of it now, right? So here we go. Step uh, Do to others as you would have them do to you. And, and, and that's just the reality. I, I look back um, at my dad um, in those types of relationships. My dad loved me like crazy. But how I longed for him to say, I love you, or I'm sorry. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Do to others as you would have them do to you. We are setting that example for our families, for our friends, for our coworkers, even though it's totally countercultural of what society is telling us. Right? Society says get even. Society says gossip. Society says all these different things that are opposite of this. And yet we're asked to do something that's really hard. Principle six is kind of all together with steps eight and nine. Evaluate all my relationships, not some, all. Right? Um, offer forgiveness to those who have hurt me and make amends for harm I've done to others except when to do so would harm them or others. Highlight that last sentence, except when to do so, would harm them or others, okay? So be careful with those. Um, I'm gonna give you some su suggestions here, and I'll just say it right now. Like, we need to talk to the Lord. We need to talk to people who've gone through this process already, which is our sponsor, accountability team, so forth, all right? We need to, uh, we wanna do this correctly as best as we possibly can, all right? Um, so again, any name that comes to mind on that column sheet, if you need to um, make an, if you owe an amends to someone, you have done someone harm, then you put them on that list. It could be a person, it could be a group, it could be an organization, uh, or if there's someone you need to forgive, big or small. Let's not minimize this. Even those who your mind's telling you it's not that big a deal, put them on that list, all right? It is a big deal because it's that little thing that possibly is creating a little something that when they walk in the room, there's still a little bit of stuff going on. And so we wanna, we wanna ask God to take care of those places as well, all right? So um, here we go. So make, uh, make a list, um, see our part in the offense we've made, see our forget unforgiveness that is creating harm within the relationship. So the second part of this is, um, and I kind of already mentioned this uh, a little bit, this is the matter of the will. And so some of us staring me down going, you mean I gotta forgive that person? You mean I gotta bring up the past? Why do I gotta drag up the past? Why do, I, why do I get to drag up the path? God has forgiven me. I've already moved past that. In fact, my brain has done a good job at forgetting this situation. Why do I got to bring it up again? Because if you remember it, maybe God's bringing that to your attention to work on it a little bit more. Right? Maybe there's something there that still needs to be forgiven. Maybe there's something there 
where we need to share our part in this dysfunctional relationship that we do have. Amends, it's not something that comes natural, right? In fact, the opposite happens. But let's think about one thing. Reality. Harm and the things we have dealt with. Our brains go a little sideways on this. And we we almost think the opposite. No one has done more harm to you than you. So when we're talking about matters of the will, forgiveness, and other things, no one has has done more harm to you than you. I mean, let's think about the harm that you have experienced in life. If we take a, a long list of things that has happened to you, it'd stack up really high, wouldn't it? That you've done to yourself. But we're holding that grudge over someone that's done this to me. I'm not minimizing it, but it's a couple things over our long laundry list of things. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Okay. So let's put that out there already. No one has done more harm to us than us. So let's get humble. Let's practice these. We do these steps not because we feel like it. We do it because it's going to create better relationships in my life. We do it because it's going to help and benefit not only me, but everyone else around me. People are not going to run away from me. They're going to now invite me into their life as well, right? Because we're hopefully making some of these changes. All right, I'll remind you again. If there's a name that comes to mind, write it down, right? Write it down. Is there some unforgiveness? And uh, don't, don't do this to your spouse, okay? No, no, like make sure my name's on there, okay? We wanna let everyone think for themselves and, and go that way. So let's go over some definitions here. Um, willingness, willingness is a consent or readiness to do something. So that's all you're being asked to do. Being ready, uh, take a step in that one direction. Amends, to make amends is to correct a mistake you have made. So we're being asked, right? We wanna correct that mistake. Now, not every situation is cookie cutter and this is what you do every time. That's why this step is, we wanna involve God, we wanna involve other people that have gone through this process, especially those who have gone through some of the same similar things I've gone through. We can hopefully hear some of that wisdom and be able to uh, um, do better in multiple different situations here. Move past a simple apology. See, some of us think amends is just I'm sorry, you get over it. Does that make sense to everyone? All right. I'm right there with you. I'm putting myself guilty here. But I said, sorry, just get over it, right? Let's move on. So it's moving past that apology. Did it, did it go forward? Go back. Uh, and move toward a commitment to change one's behavior. So we're committing to change that behavior. We're not waiting for them to give the attaboy, right? We're not waiting for them to go, hey, I see that you're making changes. That may never come, by the way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that might not come. People might not recognize it. But we don't do this for the attaboy. We do it because it's gonna make my life better, right? 
This is going to make my life better and everyone else around me, whether they know it or not. Go ahead and go to the next one. Here we go. We, uh, forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance. Anybody find that difficult? Right? Extremely difficult because especially if they mess with my kids, I'm angry. And I wish hateful things sometimes to that person. Forgive me. Right? Toward a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. That's hard to stomach. Hard to, forgiveness does not mean forgetting, nor does it mean condoning or excusing offenses. So please hear that, right? This is, we're not doing forgiveness so that you just kind of get away with it, right? This is an aspect of forgiveness where we're really um, not excusing the offense. We're not saying, go ahead and do it again. You know, that's not what we're doing in the aspect of forgiveness. We're not doing it as, as a codependent we are doing it as a Christ-centered forgiveness, which we see biblical forgiveness as sharing. Human forgiveness is a reflection of our experience and understanding of God's forgiveness. So we understand what Christ did for you and I. I saw a video today. It was really, really good. Probably perfect timing. And I, and I almost cry every time because the, any parents in here? Right? There's probably a lot of us in here. But can you imagine looking at your kid and going, I'm going to send you to die for murders and alcoholics and rapists. And every time I see that, I almost cry. Because in no way do I want to do that. But yet, that's what God the Father did for you and I. That's what he did for you and I. Human forgiveness is a reflection of our experience and understanding God's forgiveness. We have some deep-rooted stuff that we don't want anyone else to know, yet God knows. And he, for, he came knowing what we would do. Well, I'm not God. I wouldn't send my kid to die for that. But I'm not God. See, God loves you and I deeply. So biblical forgiveness is kind of a, uh, I'm going to go ahead and move on because I'm running out of time. I apologize. Um, so some of you, and I'm sorry for this, some of you have some deep-rooted stuff in this area. Josh, you're, you're telling me to forgive that person? Never will I forgive them. Not after what they did to me. Some of us got some deep scars. Child molestation, sexual abuse, adultery. And we're, we've been trapped there. Some of us have done some work in here, right? And we realized we were trapped at one time and we have experienced some healing in this area. If you're here for the first time and that's you, we wanna welcome you back. Just keep coming back. Keep coming. Keep coming back. But this step eight was kind of made for you, so to speak. It was tweaked by Celebrate Recovery. It says, make a list of all persons who, is, who have harmed us. 
and become willing to seek God's help in forgiving our perpetrators as well as forgiving ourselves. Realize we've also harmed others and become willing to make amends to them. So if you're in these areas of child molestation or sexual abuse or adultery, some of those deep-rooted scars, we're asking God's help in this area. We don't want to minimize that hurt because it's, it's there. It, it, it has scarred us from when it happened. So um, let's move on to our, um, our acronym for today. A is for admit the hurt and the harm, okay? So what we're being asked to do, how do we actually make an amends? We gotta admit it first. We can't pretend it doesn't exist, right? Per, or, or have that idea that perhaps they've forgotten it. Holding on to the resentment and fear are not gonna end well here. Admit the harm that is done to you and move forward. See, amends, far too often we think, I'm just thinking of the past, 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 past. It's future-driven. When we are to make an amends, it is a future-driven concept that my future relationships get better as I go back and make my amends, as I go back and forgive. My future relationships will get not perfect, there'll still be some dysfunction, but I quickly go back to making amends and forgiving. Jesus um, emphasized the importance of relationships. He says, do not judge others and God will not judge you. Do not condemn others and God will not condemn you. Forgive others and God will forgive you. So Jesus emphasizes the importance of forgiveness here in this piece of scripture here that we are to forgive, and relationships need to be part of that. Now, for those of you that have wronged someone, your job is to make, is to make an amends, whatever it looks like. And your job is also not to go, see, you don't forgive me. <laughs> it is not your job for the other person to forgive you. That's theirs. We cannot force anyone to forgive us, all right? Um, M is make a list. We've already talked about this a little bit, uh, but it, here in step eight, we can go back and do our inventory, and we made those five column things, uh, every single entry about our past, right? A past hurt, a past harm, we, 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 take, uh, we took, a, took a look at that. And if we look at the inventory, in column one is a list of names already created for you because you created it. So talking to those who have actually done an inventory, right? That is a list in which you will, those are the people that, that you need to forgive. Boom, right there. In column number five is where you will find where you need to make an amends. So this is already on your inventory worksheet. And so not only are you writing names down right now as God bring, brings them up, but we can also look at our inventory worksheet that we've already created in steps four, in step four that we can look at column one, column five, and add to those who we need to forgive and those we need to make amends to. 
Whether you make the amends or forgiveness or you offer forgiveness, put them on the list. It doesn't matter if you actually make the amends or you offer forgiveness. It matters in the long run. But as of right now, in this step, you're just being asked to make a list. Does that make sense to everyone? Okay. You're making the list and being willing to engage in the situation. So let's make that list. Luke 6.31 says, treat others as you would want them to treat you. And so that golden rule aspect. And so we're practicing something that we wished and we craved for. And we're asked to do that as well. E stands for encourage one another. Don't rush into making amends or forgiveness. Don't rush into it. This is where we're going to invite the Lord. We're going to invite people who have walked this journey before us. We're going to invite them to encourage us. We're going to invite them to give us wisdom. And you may not be ready in this moment, but that's okay. One of the reasons why you don't want to rush into this situation is this may big time damage them. And that go, it goes against the step to begin with, right? We don't want to make the amends because this is actually might damage them. So we want to offer people who are going to speak into these situations. Meet with your accountability partner, your sponsor, for encouragement, wisdom, and a good sounding board. Good sounding board. Hebrews 10, 24 says, and let us consider how we spur one another on toward love and good deeds. So we are getting coaches in our life, right? We're getting coaches in our life to be able to help us on this journey of this difficult thing called amends, this difficult thing on forgiveness. We're asking people to be a part of the process. Uh, let me speak a little bit to the um, accountability partners and sponsors in here. If you are an accountability person or if you're a sponsor and you have, they have come to you and asking for advice on amends and forgiveness, I want to encourage you, let's make sure we're doing that in our life before we're actually giving advice to other people. Does that, does that make sense to everyone? I hope we can capture that. That if we are a sponsor or accountability person, that we are practicing this amends aspect. Because are we going to hurt people? Yeah. That's never ending. Till the day we die, right? And so let's make sure we're practicing that as well. And, and is not for them. Remember this amends process or offering forgiveness. This is not for them, right? We want to approach this with a good attitude, with humility, honesty, sincerity, and of course, willingness. We're looking for that willingness. Let's not offer excuses. Uh, let's not try to justify our actions. Let's not say the, the, you know, I'm sorry, but this is the reason why we did it, right? All right, but, you know, because you did this, therefore, that, that's the way I, you know, we don't want to do those things. Focus only on your part as you make an amends. And again, not asking you to make your amends now. Please do not rush out of there. Uh, rush out of here starting to make your amends. Talk to the people you need to talk to. Talk to the Lord. Um, and I, I've heard this from a guy, um, from a book called Bondage Breaker by Neil Anderson. Um, it says, um, most of the ground 
that Satan gains in the lives of Christians is due to unforgiveness. See, we talk about the enemy a lot, but what's his greatest effect on people's lives? He wants us to stew in our unforgiveness. See, at one time we thought it fuels us, don't we? This unforgiveness is my friend, but it's my greatest enemy. D stands for uh, do it at the right time. Kind of already touched on this one. So make sure we're not rushing into this. Um, There is a right time for this and a wrong time, so be careful with this. Now, just because I say there's a wrong time, that doesn't mean, well, Josh says it's a wrong time, so I don't need to make any of my amends, okay? That's not what I'm saying, all right? Please make sure uh, we're uh, seeking out God here. We are seeking out our sponsor. We're seeking out our accountability people. And as a sounding board, asking them, is this an amends that I should go make to them? Or is this an amends where I just change my attitudes and behaviors towards that person, right? So we're going to seek out those things so that we don't harm or hurt another person. Don't wait till you feel like it. Remember, this is a principle of act of will. I'm going to skip over that. I'm going to end with S. Start living the promises of recovery. See, this process of making amends or forgiving is that peace that we so crave. But we have to go through those places in order to experience it. But most of us in here want the fix it right away. Right? It doesn't work like that. Usually, it takes time. Peace and serenity that we crave can become a reality in our relationships. Be ready to embrace God's purpose and stop looking behind you as you make your amends and you offer forgiveness. So I'm gonna end with this. As I, as I just started, we can go with the, what, the last one here. The bright idea of amends and forgiveness. We wanna... I don't like the person that came up with this, <laughs> right? But it's something that we must do. We want, we want to stop using something. We want to stop being codependent. We want to stop doing some of the things that are dysfunctional in our life. This is part of the process. And this is part of the work where you start working on your relational side of your recovery. And you have moved past your personal side of recovery. So let's make a list. And if you made a list, it's probably a long one, right? Your very first one's a super long one. And then every day, sometimes it's two or three, right? (laughs) Right? And then a willingness. So remember, this is not a matter of feeling. This is not a matter of when I get around to it. This is not something I look forward to as well. 
But my sponsor told me, the one who humbles himself first wins. I'll do that. I'll do that. I fall short, like possibly a lot of us. But let's be maybe willing to take a baby step. And so, again, don't rush out of here and start sending texts out, please. <laughs> Go to group, share, share the focus question, do all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm going to stop there. So, thank you.